Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios. This is the host of the program, your two-time President's Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke, folks. Hey, hey, is that? It's kind of a mix of uh, cheers and booze. I like it. Hey, and uh, you know what? Uh, I think you guys, you guys mind just rolling right back into that song? Let me introduce you, because I want to introduce the greatest band in Canadian late night history here. These guys killed it in the opener. They're the Nocturnal Ambitions, folks. This week, they're comprised of the band leader, Michael Bow, on vocals and rhythm. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Taking the skins on percussions. That's the French tickler. Kev Belanger, everybody. Beside him, that's the man that writes the music for the show. The Rooster, Dave Shutter. On the face, the balls of the nocturnal emissions. Whiskey, Las Vegas, everyone. And on lead guitar, that is Steve, the reluctant German, everybody. And our bartender, that's my brother, Paul Landek, everybody, let's hear it for him. We are live from the Dutch Hall, let's get this show started, folks. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only live-to-air late-night talk show and the greatest podcast ever gets started in a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Goddamn right we are. Yeah, we are. There's nothing, there's no one can contest to us. The Adcock podcast was a flash in the pan. Good try. Uh, that was the only one to give us a run for our money. Tales, I, from, tales from the garage. I wouldn't call it a pool shed. It was more of a garage, right? A gay garage. Hell of a show, though. Hell of a show those guys put on. That yeah, one. yeah, good guys, yeah. sir. <laughs> you know, uh, we have some uh, a bit of a uh, business to attend to this week. Business. Business. You know, number one, we received some negative feedback. <laughs> And when that happens, I like to uh, learn from it, you know, take it as a learning experience. We're going to move on. We're going to learn from that, you know. You know what else we're going to get caught up into? A little Raptor Mania with a little sports break we're going to do today Whoa. or on this week's show. Yeah. Steve loves sports. He's gotten right into it. As soon as I got him into women's wrestling, it was like just anything else goes, you know. Now he loves athletics of all kinds. Right, Steve? Yeah, it was a real gateway drug for sure. Was women's wrestling, right? Absolutely. Yeah, of course it is. Gateway drug. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know what else we got to do? I got uh, I have a, a story, if we have time, I'd like to tell about my buddy Charters oh. that popped into my head when I was cutting the grass today. A story? Yeah. Oh. And, uh, but that's all I got for business. So uh, which one should we start with? You want to go with uh, Sports Break? Do you know how to do that? We're talking about cocks and balls. The Raptors win them all. We're talking about cocks and balls. And donkey. Donkey? donkey. Yeah, that's a sports term. Or fans pushing. Huh? Oh. What do fans. you mean? There's controversy. <laughs> fans slash owners. Yeah. Pushing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta tell me all about it, because I'm not really up on the sports, eh? I know this one. Go well, on, tell me, Steve. Steve. Let's Steve, Steve leave it. Yeah, let's Steve. Sports tell sports with, with Steve. All right, this is a really exciting thing. Uh, so there's uh, some NBA finals going on. Uh, a, a, a Raptor of some sort, I'm not sure which one. Didn't number catch, seven. All right, number seven. Uh, was racing to catch a ball that was going out of bounds, ran into the crowd, caught the ball, threw it in, into the somebody else that didn't even, whatever he did, it didn't work. trying to say And it, he yeah. crashed into the crowd. Onto a guy who pushed him. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah huh? That's exactly right. I couldn't hear it. There's a bit of tapping. You nailed it. <laughs> but it was, uh, is that, the guy ran into the crowd. He was trying to save the ball. And he what? He jumps into the, into the crowd to catch the ball, yeah. throws the ball, and crashes into the two people in the front row. 
And uh, one of the guys is mad and like pushes him as he's trying to get up. Oh yeah, is so, that in last night's game? I, Steve, you nailed it. That was perfect. Something like that. Right, and there was a guy from uh, Oakland. He's actually a part o owner of the team. It comes to tell. Oh, mm. oh, part owner of the Warriors, and he didn't actually crash into him, is what I saw. He crashed into the people kind of beside him. He hit the one yeah, girl. The girl in the yellow behind them oh got hammered, and you know what she did? Took it like a champion. She really did, and you could hear uh, another girl. You couldn't hear, but you could read the lips. The other girl came over and was said something, and and you could read her lips, and she was like. Yeah, he's really big. <laughs> <laughs> and he was one of the smallest guys on the court. Oh, yeah, but he's massive. Who is it, Lowry? Kyle Lowry, yeah. yeah it was oh, Lowry. yeah. But then this other uh, guy, guy who didn't get hit by Lowry, as Lowry's trying to collect himself, just plants his hand on his shoulder and pushes him, gives him a shove. Oh, Doesn't yeah. like the cut of his jib one bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Lowry, Lowry really took offense to it. Yeah, he was, he was uh, not happy. And no. like, uh, being a hockey fan, you watch a play like that, and it's a joke. Yeah. Like, it is a literal joke, but like, they're, the, the fans are like, oh, if, if that guy went to your work and pushed you like that, you'd go to jail. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. Would, uh, but in, the, in, in hockey, though, they don't put the, the, the fans can't push the That's players. right. The fans can't do anything. Because if you let me do that, I would like to push some players. Yeah, right? If, you, if I pay that money for a ticket yeah. and I go to a game, you know, bring your family. You're talking like 500 bucks if we go see a hockey game. I should be able to push around some players if I want. <laughs> but you see, you're that. not allowed to. It says it right on your ticket. No, remember when that one guy in Philadelphia fell over the glass and then Ty Domi beat him up? Yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You see, sometimes the fans close to the penalty box will get involved with the players in the penalty box. Well, you're taking your life in your own hands there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how it should back. be. Well, I got this leads us me into another. Well, I don't want to get over. I'll, I'll finish sports. You know what? You know what Lowry did though. He didn't shove the guy back. He cried foul. He what? pointed at him and he pointed at like anyone else to look. Did you see what he did? He yeah. touched me. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I want an adult. To, like, I'm gonna demonstrate. The ref's like, I'm not in charge of the crowd. <laughs> I'll demonstrate the shove with Wes because he's right beside me. Oh yeah. yeah it was okay. like this. Oh, <laughs> hit him. Like, that's it. Hey, that was about it. But you're not allowed to do that. No. Apparently, it says it right on your ticket if you sit court. So he's trying to get the guy owner thrown out? He, I he don't got, think he, he, he got knew. kicked right out. Yeah. The owner did? Yeah, see you later. Part owner. <laughs> yeah. Part owner. If he was a full owner. And now he's banned from any games this season. Really? Banned. Was Drake at that one? Negative. And no, but he, Beyonce was. And yeah. Jay-Z. And so was Jay-Z. Oh, is this uh, some sort of a beef between these people? <laughs> no, no beef. I, I don't know. No beef. It. No beef. No. Just celebrities. What is that? The Queen Bee? Yeah, man. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, boy. He's. A, I don't even He's give the two king shits. Bee. Sometimes my wife watches like entertainment uh, television on uh, TV, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's just gossip, like old ladies gossiping about other people. It's like uh, Brad's looking after the kids this week. Yeah, Who gives a fuck? Sense. You know, it doesn't make sense at all. People care about that stuff. Who cares? They care a lot. They make magazines of it. You know what? You know, I'm going to talk about what my take on the Raptors. Is I, I decided I know what I'm happy, no matter who wins this series, because if I've actually watched this series, most of it, I fell asleep a little bit during the game last night. It wasn't a really hard game. They had two of their best players out, right? So then the other people were. Uh, they said that team wouldn't even made the playoffs, the one that played last night. The Raptors really? won handily. They were trying not to. They even put in the Chinese guy at the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's how handily they won, right? Yeah, he was in there. <laughs> Did you watch it too? Well, JL. Yeah, Jeremy Lin. He snuck in. And uh, he just came at the end and just dribbled it till the clock ran out, you know? Because he's like, we don't want to hurt you anymore because we beat your ass easy, <laughs> right? That's what happened. Anyways, turns out I watched the Raptors enough to know I like the team. Uh, I, I do like the team, and I want the team to win. I don't want the Warriors to win again. But then I don't want the fans of Toronto to win at all. Oh. Like, I would like them to lose. Why is, why is that, Pete? Because I just don't like them at all. Like, I don't like the, all of the fans of Toronto. <laughs> it's like I've been to hockey games there, and uh, the fans are the worst, you know? And I can see that they're the same kind of fans. You know, that, that was that guy. You sent a clip out, didn't you, Mike, on Twitter? Yeah. It, it's and there's that dude. Who's that guy? Stephen A. Smith. He's the worst. I, I really don't like his opinion most, like, I would say 99% of the time. 
Yeah, but he was really pissed off about the Raptors and fans. And he's 100% right. It's like when you watch that game and you watch Leafs games, the suits that sit down in the friggin' uh, platinum seats, they don't give a shit. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going into the third quarter. Guess who's there? None of them. They're in having yeah. their wine and trying to impress <laughs> their fucking work people. <laughs> You know what they can do? Go fuck themselves. <laughs> That's the real exactly. fans, you know where they are? Outside the arena because they can't afford a fucking ticket. Right. I'd like, I'd like to see them uh, get the win, right? I just don't want to see the people in the arena get the win, you know what I mean? Maybe if they win... Which, which they really could... isn't the fans, right? It's the people who can afford a ticket. Yeah, those those right. are the people you don't want. The big wigs. Okay, thanks, Dave. Maybe Clearing if the Raptors up. win, they can just lock all those people in the arena and then go outside and party with the real fans. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, because you know that one, there's that one Raptors fan that's like the super Raptors fan, and he's like uh, telling everybody, like, hey, they got to be loud. And yeah. every news station's now picked up, I mean, the American ones picked on this guy from Toronto or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, that guy, uh, he, he, he uh, I, don't, I don't want him to win either. <laughs> you know? I don't like him either, the cut of his jib. He's in the arena, not outside, yelling at me that I should be yelling at home like it makes a difference. Not in my world, buddy. Is that Drake you're talking about? <laughs> no. Does Drake do that too, that motherfucker? How is Drake cool? He's not cool. He's not cool? Not in my opinion, he's not. Like, I don't understand anything what's going on in the world. It's really fucking weird to no, me. I don't get it either. Like, I don't get why Drake is even... He's got a role there. Why is the camera even on him? He, why isn't the camera on the fucking players that are doing... Yeah, like, they got to build... We're watching. It's like they keep repeating the past. Like, Toronto said we need a Spike Lee or a Jack Nicholson or some fucking thing, right? Well, they're here. Well, wait, they don't have anything to do with the team. No. We should have a person like that for the Dutch Hall. Hire a real famous <laughs> person. a celebrity that sits <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, and they're like, hey, fuck, you think this show sucks? Well, that guy right over there is Christian Slater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christian Slater thinks otherwise. Right, Christian? Yeah. <laughs> Come and join us, Christian. Is that your uh, Christian Slater impression? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's not too bad. It's weird. I don't have the hair for it, though. I always had a good mo- head of hair on him. Oh, yeah, like Slater? What yeah, was that skateboarding all... movie he was in? I didn't see a skateboarding movie with Christian Slater. Well, there was the, uh, uh, the one that I liked uh, was the talk radio one. Oh, or yeah. what's it called? Uh, something radio. Uh... Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah, I don't remember that one. Oh, Pump Up the Volume. Is that's that what right. it's called? Pump up the volume. Yep. Right. That was the Chris. And then Heather's. That, that's right. Right. Those are the those are the ones that kind of made him. But he was Heather's. He was just doing a Jack Nicholson impression. I thought. <laughs> yeah. It's the it, kind of A-list celebrity the Dutch Hall gets. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, Christian Slater t- still uh, a storied career. With Joe, yeah. He sits here week after week at the Dutch Hall. <laughs> Smokes butts. I think it does bode well for us. <laughs> Maybe someone did, that, did that one with a stealth fighter. What was that one? With uh, John Travolta? Oh, I don't know. We're having a hard time. Christian Christian Slater. Slater. We sell you a bunch of old people. You know the one with the movie with the guy? Yeah. yeah. You know? And, uh, oh, that was a great one. The Grease, Staying Alive guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know the guy likes getting hand jobs and massages? You know that guy? <laughs> Johnny. Hand job and massage. That's a good uh, name for a band. Hand jobs and massages. <laughs> right? We're nailing uh, band names lately. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So you feel like the rappers are going to win then, Pete, or what? Well, apparently if they don't if those other two fellows don't get healthy, it's going to be a cakewalk to the end. But uh, I, I imagine that one guy, he was just playing a dirty move, fucked his leg up. That was God telling him you shouldn't have done that dirty move, Jack Hall. <laughs> and they're punished enough. No, I assume he's going to be better for next game, right? Then it's going to be a close one. Now, if they get that other guy, Kevin Durant, in there, and if he's healthy and ready to go, I think they might be fucked big time. But who knows? Because last night, they weren't challenged at all. They were, at, they were able to score it well, I thought. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know anything about basketball. I did you, did you enjoy it? it? Have you but watched I, it? I did watch. Last night, I actually watched the whole game for the first time and since Michael Jordan played. Yeah, when I was, like, it, I'm not even kidding. That's the last time I watched a real, like a full. Yeah, game. yeah. That's when I watched growing up as a kid. It was always, uh, yeah, like like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, oh. and then when it got into the the Pistons, when it was uh, the ba- Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas and Bill Lambeer. and <laughs> that uh, fucking prick job. Yeah, Dennis Rodman and all that stuff. Yeah. The bad boys, you know. 
The, I like that. The basketball was fucking cool. And it was rough. You know, like they kicked the shit out of each other, you know? Yeah. Now, not so much. But even still, rough basketball at that time, was, we were still saying it was pussy sport compared to <laughs> hockey. Because it would be like these big giants just slapping each other in the face. Even when you see a basketball fight, like it is kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a newborn deer like trying to skate, you know, like in Bambi or something. <laughs> well, and they set out for like, they, they like did something to their finger. Uh, I believe Zidane Chara plays for the Bruins, <laughs> broke his jaw last game and is playing right now tonight. Oh, he's playing? Yeah, he's, he's in the broken lineup. Jaw? You know, well, probably like concussion, broken jaw. He's in the lineup. Broken jaw, yeah. Same game, he broke he's his 42 jaw. 42 years puts old. Puts a mask on and comes back out. Oh, yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine. I yeah. am Chara. I don't want to get hit in the jaw again, though, so I'll put the mask on. <laughs> yeah. It'll keep me safe. <laughs> sore. He's a, he's a freaking robot of some sort, eh? You, you don't want that guy to ever look you right in the eyes. I no, think he, he might, like, kill you. He frightens the he's shit crazy. out of me. crazy. He's so big. Like, his, uh, he's like a monster. He is, and he's dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I want the Bruins to lose, I'll tell you that. Oof. I want them to lose. I don't know why. I just don't want Boston to have any more joy. They've had too much. You want to have three championships in one year? No way, man. That makes me want to puke. You know, from a guy that's never had anything good, any of my teams ever win, and now I'll never be a fan of a sport again. I'm a grown man, right? <laughs> oh, I'm a grown. The sun. I'm a grown man. The sun is burnt out. <laughs> we did have a little bit of sunburn, huh? Is it? Uh, it's the smell. <laughs> The smell got to it. Good sports break, though, Steve. You fucking nailed that. Yeah, yeah. Woo! I'm really impressed, Steve. That was awesome. It all started with women's wrestling. <laughs> you know what? We, uh, you were saying, Dave, about, um, you know, how if, uh, uh, oh, shit, I forget how this came up. But you were saying, I, I, it made me think about how, you know how we have Spiky Ball Studios here? This is the church that we're in right now? Yeah. And then uh, uh, we're in the basement. But out in front, it's like, uh, it's like uh, uh, high school kids go and smoke cigarettes on the front steps, you know? Mm -hmm. It turns out some people uh, like to uh, play poke uh, fight Pokemon or collect them or, or, or capture them, whatever you do. Uh. <laughs> oh, is your church some sort of like spot where it's you It's a Pokemon gym. Oh. So sometimes there's people on the front steps with a full family of kids on their devices just hanging out on my property, and I just say nothing about it, right? Sometimes there's like, I had my niece uh, give me a message saying, Uncle Pete, I just passed your, your uh, studio, and there's uh, people all over your property. What's going on? And I go, that's lunchtime at the high school, you know? They invade my property, and I just stay quiet about it because I'm told by people like Michael and Paul that this is like a thing that you do in Delhi in this great city is that you go to the front steps and you smoke cigarettes and, you know, it's all great. And uh, everybody's just, it's what's always happened and don't ruin it for yeah, everyone. It's part of their youth. So I try to be a nice dude about it. But this morning I'm driving in, sure as shit I see a kid swinging on my cedar tree that's beside, the, beside our steps. He jumped off the top of the steps onto the cedar tree and then started, was swinging around breaking branches and stuff as I'm driving in. Douche. So I pull over... And I introduce myself to the kids in the front of the church. I say, I'm the guy that owns this place. And you guys have fucked it everything up. <laughs> and look at this. I'm like, You're, you threw eggs at my window. You got, I got to pick up garbage. And for every people in fucking Delhi are who take your dogs for a walk and decide to give me your dog shit in little bags, thank you very much, but I don't like it. Go fuck yourself. If I see you doing it, I'm following you home. I'm going to give you that shit back. You should just shit right on their front and step. And some. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will shit on your step. I'll just follow you home and then shit. I'll bag it. I'll bag it and throw it out their window. Light it on fire. Put it on their front step. Okay. I put it in their garbage outside. No, I'll just put it on their front step. What if you said it's on fire? A bag of shit. A paper bag of shit. Perfect. On that fire. old gag. Yeah. Bring it back. We did that to a guy. Well, I didn't. I wasn't part of it. I, I was gone that day. But uh, the guy put it out in socked feet. Oh. What a dummy. Eh? Who steps on fire with a sock? You know it's full of shit too. Who else lights a bag unless you're shitting it? 
right between your toes. <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot. Oh, <laughs> burns. Uh, anyways, uh, these high school kids, I was pretty riled up. I think uh, there's i I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because, you know, it's not enough for me just to give that kid shit, that one kid who did say, sorry, sir, sorry, sir, I'm sorry, sir, a lot. That's pretty much all he said after. And uh, I know, sir, you're right, sir. I'm sorry, sir. He said a lot of that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys, if I see any of this shit again, you're not going to have to deal with your school. I'll tell you that. You're going to deal with the cops or me, and you better hope it's the fucking cops. Because if I have a... If, if I have the rights to, to like beat the shit out of you because you're on my property, as, as I'm saying this to them, they're still on my fucking property, right? On my property. Could I not just start murdering them? I don't know about murder. Do we have rules like that in our country? Maybe bear traps. Can I put bear traps? Uh, that's questionable. I don't think so. My property, Dave. How about a live trap? What if I put up bear traps and a sign that says, beware of the bear traps? <laughs> Live trap. Not responsible it. for anyone that gets caught in these fucking Live bear traps. Live traps with cigarettes inside. Yeah, human, <laughs> yeah. human you just get their arm. You know what else? I found like, one kid's weed right underneath. I'm moving the garbage because I got to clean up their garbage every week. I'm their fucking uh, butler or whatever out Historian. there. And so uh, I find the guy's weed. I'm like, you know what? I'm stealing his weed, right? Yeah, you are. Uh, but I didn't steal it all. I stole just enough for one joint, just to, just to get paid. It's still out there. It's still out there if anybody wants to. It, go under the garbage, and there's a lunchbox with a little bit of weed and a pipe in it. The old Vorlix barrel in front of Delhi High School. <laughs> that's the benefits of listening to Live from the Dutch Hall. And high school kids, that's what happens when you fuck me over, man. I tell the community where you hide your weed, <laughs> you dummies. Can't bring it home, can't bring it to school, apparently. Can't leave it underneath the green garbage can. <laughs> I'm no shit. If anyone goes out there and lifts that can, you're going to find a little Tupperware with some weed in it. Eat your snoopka. <laughs> Seems old to me. Seemed old when I smoked it. <laughs> Anyways, let's do a segment that we call Feedback, We Got Feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. <laughs> uh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at Amazon. You know the drill. Shut off your ad blockers. Go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com. Then uh, click on the Amazon banner, do your shopping, and we get money, real money, real money that you can spend on things. Like wires. Like wires. We like wires. And it hooks. Sometimes you need hooks to put the wires on. And lights that burn out. Well, that we, need, we need an electrician, the Army Electric. <laughs> solder for Kevin. <laughs> we told him we're going to get him some freaking kick-ass lights. And then Derek's like, you don't need all that. Yeah, damn straight. We need we need like we need enough to like make my face look good. <laughs> That's a lot of power, man. That's a lot of light. I'm gonna do that with a fucking hundred amps. I tell you that. <laughs> okay, so we uh, who else is there? Uh, Norpak. The beef people. Paul's on it. Yeah. Norpak. The beef people. Two in a row, just like it was a, no no big deal. And who else? Uh, oh, Van Dyke Party Services. Yeah. Summertime, pool's open. Hey, you want to have a pool party? Your friends all suck. You know what can change that? Between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins, all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash, and you're going to have the time of your life, guaranteed. Oh, did I mention all the expenses? You're going to have to cover those too. They're going to be a lot, mostly liquid. <laughs> and if you're not 100% satisfied, hey, you're going to get that $100 back because I'm a man of my word. But those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours, Van Dyke Party Services. Pull your tarps off and don't live your life in regret. Brought to you by good friends at CleanFlow. Oh, double. Dave's actually expanded the song, right? To make Harmonize. it more, more, right. more melodic. Harmonized there. I like it, Dave. You're really building on it. All the work you've put in for Clean Flow is really paying off. It's nice. Anyways, I think we need to start. Every week we ask our listeners to tell us what they think of the show, and uh, they do it by giving us feedback. 
And we got a cookie sponsor of our program who is, uh, that's the greatest thing I've ever think I can say out loud again. Paul, what'd you say about me earlier? It's the only, you got resting bitch face. The only time you smile is when you grab a cookie out of that fucking jar. Yeah, that's right. It's the only thing that makes me smile is one of Susan B's cookies. And that's uh, our cookie sponsor. Susan B, let's play her song. Chatters is a pussy, we love your cookies, Susie. But Chatters is a pussy, he's a bum clot, a ras clot, pussy clot, all the clots. Love your cookies, we love them, Susie, Susie. But Chatters is still a pussy, even though he's here. Oh, yes. Cookies. Right to your face, Dave. I missed, I missed it. <laughs> Last week, uh, you, the song got changed a bit. Oh. <laughs> you weren't here, and the song got changed a bit. I think we improved it. Do you think we improved it, we Michael? We always improve it. Well, I'm trying to sub... I, Susan's so uh, good to us. I'm trying to substitute some words that might be offensive. So we just use Dave in there. Yeah, it's nothing to do with Susan. Yeah, that's not offensive at all. <laughs> you want, this week is a real treat, but before we get to the cookies, we should get to the feedback that she gave us. Susan was very um, pleased with the Jesse Murphy Trio's performance last week. Who wasn't? She said they were awesome. She commented the band was awesome. Jesse Murphy Trio with and without the addition of the Nocturnal Emissions. And oh yeah, the Google Home Mini bit was a riot, but you set mine off too. You know I did that? Uh-huh. I set hers off too at home. Uh, it's the power of radio. Yeah. Hey, hey Google, shut the lights off. Yeah? And then all of a sudden Susan's listening. <laughs> Fucking lights are off, man. <laughs> shut your mouth, Google! <laughs> What? I don't know what Google's name is. Isn't it just Google? Okay, Google. Okay, okay Google. Okay, I don't know. Google, can we name you? I told her to shut the fuck up, and then she's going to do what she's told. <laughs> I really... Because we trained her to my voice, right? And I said, whatever you do, bitch, you shut the fuck up. This is my show. <laughs> right? Is that okay? I, I can call an inanimate object a bitch. Huh? 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 Anyways, maybe, maybe that's not it in this day and age. You know what? My sister, Lori Ball, she gave me a piece of uh, feedback. She says, I am having my morning coffee and enjoying a nice cinnamon, cinnamon windmill cookie. Cinnamon? Oh, that's a snooker. Oh, specular? Oh, and I am wondering if Susan B., your cookie sponsor, would take a stab at making some. Oh, Yum. wow, Lori. It's a nice Dutch treat, she says. Yeah. I'm like, Lori, you've overstepped your bounds. You are in the uh, studio audience. Be a great uh, super fan of the show, shareholder. You got a lot of accolades, but you don't boss around our cookie lady. <laughs> I'll tell you that, Lori, right now. You watch it. She's our best sponsor, and if you ruin it for us, I don't even know what's going to happen. That's it. You know, you let her keep making whatever she wants to make. They're delicious. She made peanut butter, classic, my favorite. You want to pass them around, Michael? Yeah, let's pass them around the old uh, Donnybrook here. Because we do have, we do have um, the cheese lady to get to. But uh, I can talk about something else. No, we and, can talk about her. Can we talk? Can we do the cheese lady when we get that? Because no, if people want to give us uh, feedback in the future. You can go to livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com or you can go to Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn still go? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. You know what I like to do there with my LinkedIn friends? Is I like to talk about uh, where my career is going. (laughs) You like to wear a nice uh, blazer? 
Yeah, I like to put on a blazer and then go to LinkedIn mm-hmm. and then talk mm-hmm. business Visit. with everybody. <laughs> talk important things. Just I'm like, hey, company. I have a job that requires a suit jacket as well. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> <laughs> I have credentials. Hmm. I decided. My profile resulted in three searches this week. How about you? <laughs> Did you really? No. no. I don't have a profile. You don't? LinkedIn? He's already a master. How are you a, a master of industry without a LinkedIn account? I thought you'd be like t- teaching people the tricks oh, of the I know, trade. It's crazy. Man, oh man. Hey, you guys ready to check on the cheese lady? Sure. <laughs> Hashtag listening in Delhi. Teresa from the second mouse in Mm. Delhi. She likes to listen to our show while she's cutting the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) You get it? There's two meanings. (laughs) One of them means she's just blasting gas, just smelling up the place like shit and blaming it on the cheese, you know? She's just like fired up. It's the Limburger. It's not the three bottle of wine I drank last night. No, it's Limburger. My teeth other aren't room. red at all. Teeth <laughs> 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 aren't red? <laughs> That's not even about Teresa. That's just like a random person that we made up that drank a lot of red wine, had teeth that are red. Have you ever God, seen Teresa with red teeth? <laughs> no. I don't even know what you're all about tonight. <laughs> she says, uh, ha, 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 I love the ground cheese. OMG, what do I wear to a Dutch hall date? The dilemma is real, LOL. So she has a date coming up with Dan Brennan, the man who was chosen from the the dating game. And uh, she's sticking with that pick. She's she's confident in it. She wants to know what she should wear for her date. Do you guys have any ideas what you can give, what she should be wearing uh, for her date? Well, you got to go with the... Uh, like classic little black dress, I would say. When you're out with Dan, he's a he's a classy guy. You go a little black dress. You wear a classic outfit. I'm gonna go with a uh, one of those uh, suits, like what the guy who's training in a police dog would wear. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd wear one of those things. You know, just like just phone books taped to your arms. <laughs> yeah, and just chest. duct tape a bunch of phone books to you. Dan's a bit of a drinker. I was thinking one of those like soccer <laughs> bubble balls. <laughs> you can see him through it because it's clear, but yeah. it also keeps you safe. That's a great thing. Okay, one of those hamster balls. Yeah. Oh yeah, hamster ball. Then it's all your control, man. There's no unwanted touching. There's no. Uh, really, you could probably just go take a nap. Probably can't even hear him in there. <laughs> it's muffled. <laughs> From what I've heard, too, Dan has been on quite a bender ever since his precious Liverpool has won the Champions League. Oh, Dan is going to be excited. You know what? That's a good thing to do, uh, Teresa. When you're on the date with Dan, don't bring up soccer. No. Because that's it. Unless you like soccer, and then you might have a guy for you. Maybe it's a match made in heaven. What if it works out? Do you think it will? Oh, I love the love that we created, you know? <laughs> End of the date, she just pops the soccer bubble. It's all yep. good to go. <laughs> also, I would wear a condom. <laughs> uh, that's it for the cheese lady. Now, there's only one more guy to get to. He's been with us since week one. He provided us, uh, well, it was week two that he provided us the feedback. <laughs> But he was there since the very beginning. It's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go. This means wharf, you silly wharf. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Wharf. <laughs> it's war, but with an F at the end. 
Haitian. This means war. Oh, <laughs> Haitian dwarf, this means war. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Asian Dwarf, he gives us uh, feedback on iTunes. This week he says, uh, he entitles his iTunes, uh, Why Do the Dutch Wear Wooden Shoes? And gives us five stars. That's a positive. Why do Dutch wear wooden shoes? And he says this, to keep the woodpeckers off Pete's head. <laughs> keep the woodpeckers off Pete's head. Huh. Now I'm going to tell you something, Haitian Dwarf, you've been with us since the very beginning. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. You've been a good supporter of the show. But right now you made this personal. Hey, you took a, a generic old joke that everybody's heard, made it about old Pete Van Dyke himself, made it personal. You want you want to come at me with old jokes, Haitian Dwarf? Well, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got some jokes right here, you motherfucker. <laughs> you ready? You want to fight me with old jokes? I'll fight you with old jokes. <laughs> I don't know which one to start with. They're all kind of dandies. Do it. Do it. Uh, let me think here. Here's one. A Haitian dwarf, a Dominican, and a man of Dutch descent, such as myself, Michael. Okay. We all uh, go into the delivery room with our wives at the same time, and all of us have healthy babies at the same time. But in the commotion of three deliveries, they mixed up the babies. Now, two of them were black as ink, but the one, the one looked just like uh, me, pink, and obviously of Dutch descent, right? Well, the doctor comes in, says, fellas, we mixed up all the babies. We're going to have to do a draw, see who picks first. Well, the Dominican guy picks first. Dominican guy picks the pink baby. Oh, really? Hmm. Right? And I'm like, dude, or the Dutch guy's like, dude, <laughs> you know, it's obviously not your baby. It doesn't share your complexion. Uh, these other two are probably more suited for you. And he goes, I'm sorry, buddy. I just couldn't, st I couldn't take the chance of getting a Haitian dwarf. Right. How about this? How many Haitian dwarfs does it take to shingle a roof? How many, Pete? One if you slice it real thin. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> how does a Haitian dwarf mom? How does a Haitian dwarf? How does the Haitian dwarf's mom know his sister is on her period? Oh no! How? His dick tastes funny. Ooh. You bang your sister and get blowjobs from your mom in that joke, Haitian dwarf. <laughs> what do you do if you come home and you see your TV floating just an inch above the ground? What do you do, Pete? <laughs> you turn on your lights and you apprehend the Haitian dwarf. <laughs> Right? That's an oldie but a goodie. That's an oldie but a goodie. How do you get a one-armed Haitian dwarf down from a tree? I don't know. You wave to him. No. Oh. A Haitian dwarf could never climb a tree. <laughs> it's how do you get a Haitian dwarf to maybe climb a plant? And then it's wave. It'll fall right out of the plant. <laughs> Dummy. How about this one? How do you get the Haitian dwarf... To have sex with a woman. I don't know. Fill her cunt with shit. <laughs> That's my favorite. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you thought that was a homophobic joke, it's not. It's about Haitians loving to bang shit. They just love to stick there. That's it. That's it. Mostly the Haitian dwarf, in particular that gentleman himself. Right? It was personal. It sounds like you know him really well. <laughs> Those are old jokes. To f fighting with old jokes. Should we bring back that seg segment weekly? <laughs> <laughs> old jokes. Uh, why, don't, why don't we let the audience decide? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a really. You got an. Uh, uh, I got one uh, about the Haitian dwarf. I don't know if it's funny though, but I did hear this story about him. The Haitian dwarf. One time, he goes into this bar. Right? He walks into the bar. And, uh, 
and he's just minding his own business, sitting at the at the bar having a drink. And then uh, there's this uh, homosexual fella across the bar talking to the bartender, saying, "Who is that guy that just went up to the bar? He's handsome. I really uh, really fancy him, you know." And then the homosexual gentleman went over to the Haitian dwarf, <coughs> whispered in his ear, "I want to give you a blowjob." Right. Haitian dwarf gets off the stool and just starts beating the guy in the shins till he breaks right down, hobbles out of the room, you know. And then uh, the bartender says to the Haitian dwarf, oh, my God, what did that guy say to you, you know, for you to attack his shins so vigorously? And he goes, uh, I don't know, something about a job? <laughs> See, you thought he'd be homophobic in that joke, but it turns out he's just lazy. Doesn't like to work. Yeah. He's lazy. Anyways, you got any, Dave? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No, it turns out I don't have any. Oh, yeah. oh. are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, that is feedback. We got feedback for this week. Yeah. You know how to get it to us. Give it to us again. We like it. And uh, we are almost getting there, eh? Uh, so I have one story I want to tell at the end of the show. This is my cutting grass story. Uh, I might have told this on the show before, but I don't know why it popped in my head, and I love it. I like this story because Charter's in it. Um, it's a true story about me and Dave, and Charter's in it gets to be himself, like real Dave, and then he has to uh, turn into work Dave at part of the story where he turns all of a sudden into work Dave, and I like seeing the transition. And also, there's another person that turns into work person in this story, but starts out not that work person. So we're going, we're in Turkey Point, and it's like a summertime, and uh, Dave's, uh, Dave and me are staying down in Turkey Point, and uh, we're drinking, I think, probably at your, your parents' place, Michael. Oh, and, okay. That's uh, a possibility. Nice and, spot. Uh, had a, little, probably a couple drinks by the fire. You know, we're, we're riding our bicycles back to our place. <laughs> Having a nice nighttime ride. <laughs> Nothing better than that. Yeah, a nice time. It's yeah. What is it, about like 2, 3 in the morning? I'd say that's about right. Yeah, me and Dave are just having a time of our life. You know, a couple of... Drinks that evening, you know, a nice, nice uh, bike ride on the maybe, beach. Uh, yeah. Maybe some hair. Karaoke. <laughs> it might have been a karaoke. Yeah, we might have done some karaoke at the old Cod Daddies. And then all of a sudden, we're riding our bicycle home, and there's a, a lady who's like kind of blocking our way on the road. Uh, full figure gal. Hey, would you say, Dave? Yeah, I would say so. And uh, she, in particular, was blocking David's uh, bicycle from moving. And uh, there was another dude with her that was just kind of hanging, hanging around her, you know? Like, it was like the end of the night, and I think he felt this girl was going to put out. <laughs> and then, uh, so he's just sticking around. And this girl's acting a little bit, uh, I would say, like, sexually aggressive or something. Would you say that? She's How long forward. Ago was this? Years and years ago. I don't remember. My kids were small. Like, so it's a long, long time ago. Like, a decade ago or something, right? Why? Is there some statute of limitations? There's no, no crime committed. No, I just, uh, the, the recollection of it is kind of foggy for me, but I, like, I remember being there, I remember the story, but it oh, seems yeah. like a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. That's why it's so weird it popped in my head today. And all of a sudden, this girl stops Dave's thing, and uh, she's asking, where are you guys going tonight? You know, she's being kind of flirty with us. And then uh, Dave's like, oh, just getting back home, like he's being like an honest citizen or whatever. And then uh, he says, I think I recognized you. And uh, it turns out this person uh, had done some business in the Master of Industry uh, field, which Dave participates in, right? He's seen her do her, her job in his... Uh, I recognize her from somewhere. Yeah, work-related, though. So all of a sudden, this girl, she's drunk. She says, uh, she lifts up her shirt, I remember, and uh, she shows, she has a black lacy bra with a heavy underwire. Remember, Dave? <laughs> a real heavy underwire. You really got this burned into your memory. Yeah. Big uh, white muffin top that's hanging over the pants when she pulled up her shirt. I, could, I see it all burning my eyes. And uh, she's going, I bet you when you saw me at your work, you saw these big titties. And <laughs> she's like talking like that. And... Uh, Dave goes, I most certainly did not. <laughs> That's when he turned into uh, work, Dave. Because he's like, I'm going to get in trouble. With, you know, I can't have like, uh, this girl like doing all this stuff. Anyways, uh, I don't, 
I asked Dave before we started the show, does that girl still work? At the, uh, you ever see her around your work? And he's like, no, I've never. That was I, one time. I wonder why. She like cleaned the floors yeah. there or something. I don't know. It's super weird. Yeah, super weird. They go to you, though. Again, no one goes to me. It's Paul or you that get, that get the weird girls hit on. Why do girls like you? I don't know. It's the natural magnetism, eh, Paul? Because <laughs> we can't help it. good looking. There you go. It is something. Way better looking than you. Oh, maybe. Hey, what's your negative feedback that you got? Oh, yeah. Good call. There's this guy on YouTube, and he said to me uh, that he he wished there was more talk with the band. It seemed like a Google Play ad uh, instead of an interview with the band. He said he would rather listen to that. And, you know, to be honest, he was right. I said, uh, fair point. That was my comeback to him. Because I was just, I drew a blank. I, f I froze last week with, uh, with Jesse Murphy. And then I just uh, didn't have anything. So I w uh, was uninteresting. So I just went to talking dirty to a machine. <laughs> oh, it's cool they got the rock out at least. Yeah. But thank you for the negative feedback, whoever that guy is. <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's not a dickhead. I like it. It was right. I just don't see why you would say that. No, I don't, I'm just kidding. I don't care at all. Um, all right, guys, that's it for our show. Whoa, we did man. it. We actually did it early, like we said, and did all the things. Right? Huh? <laughs> all right, guys, if you'd like to, tell a friend. You can uh, give us some feedback or come down and see a show live if you want to. And also, I forgot to tell you, we are having a show on June the 22nd, Manolo Santano, somewhere in Delhi. The only way to find out where the show is is to somehow contact us at spikyballstudios at gmail.com or spikyball on Instagram, and uh, we will let you know when uh, we know <laughs> where the show is. <laughs> but it is going to be somewhere in Delhi, we promise, and the more people we know are coming, the better, the bigger the venue we can book. So uh, uh, please let us know if you're able to come June 22nd. The show starts at 9 o'clock. Doors open at 8. And until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.